0: the nature of your emergency welcome back to the tactical living podcast i'm your host ashley wilton joined by detective bolton clint how are you i'm good Today, I wanted to talk about the fact that social media is actually killing our nervous system, and I wanted to share some information with you that might make you rethink your own habits when it comes to how you operate with social media. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. There is an author by the name of Alberto Viado. And this gentleman is a PhD. He's a medical anthropologist, best-selling author, and he's studied a lot of the shamanic healing practices of the Amazon. And so this is one of those people that we might call like a woo-woo person, <laughs> but he's also one who's incredibly intelligent. And I'm going to link some of his content down below. He tells us that we as humans evolved to deal with only one roaring lion at a time, When we have a lion-like event, it's very short-lived, right? So we think about that fight or flight that comes on. That's our nervous system. And what he's saying here as it relates to modern-day life is that we have only – we've evolved to only allow one critical incident to take place and to affect us on a cellular level one event at a time. And that's because when we think about how things used to be back in the days of needing to hunt and gather – we would only have one threat of attack at a time, right? It's not like you would go out and have a pack of coyotes try to kill you, and then you'd kill them and then fend yourself away from them. And then right after that, you turn around and a lion would come and try to kill you. It didn't work like that, right? It still doesn't work like that. And so although we're not hunters and gatherers anymore, our biology, our, our primitive nature has still not changed in terms of us only being able to deal with one event like that at a time. And when you think about how sporadic an event like that would have been back in the day, it wouldn't even be a daily event, right? You would you would have gathered the skills and the knowledge in order to be able to stay away from that as best as, as possible, first of all. And the reality of that happening, it just wouldn't take place all too often, Because it would be man versus beast constantly, as both of you are hunting in the wild. And so in understanding that our nervous system hasn't changed, we also need to recognize how quickly our nervous system resets itself. It's pretty astronomical when we have that fight or flight response take place that we don't have to consciously, although there are many techniques for us to be able to consciously bring ourselves back down. Our bodies are so intelligent that we know how to bring ourselves back down to a level state when we have this type of response take place. Especially, Clint, I'm thinking about you in police work and all of the times that as a police officer, this has happened. This happens on a regular basis, unfortunately, especially in the department and city that you work in, where that nervous system will kick in. But we are very fortunate to have a body that allows that nervous system to reset itself very quickly. But with the world that we live in today, we have media exposure 24-7. And most of it is negative news and these negative triggers. And then we watch these shows and these movies that are zombies and like all of these other negative things that are taking place, right? How many, well, I mean, we've been watching a lot of like sweet Hallmark Christmassy movies lately, but for the most part, people will go on Netflix or turn on whatever their favorite station is or, you know, I'm guilty of this too. I, I listen to a lot of true crime. That's my vice. I like listening to true crime podcasts. And so it might not sound like it's a big deal, but our Olympic system actually doesn't know the difference between us looking at something on a screen versus us having an assault and that line attacking us right in our face it doesn't understand the difference. And if you're not familiar, our Olympic system is the nervous system in our brain that dictates our mood. So it's what tells us like, hey, we need to fucking fight. And it amps us up, right? Our blood pressure goes up. We start to uh, participate, precipitate a little bit. Even if we don't realize that these things are happening, this is an automatic response of our nervous system, our Olympic system that takes place. And when we understand that our Olympic system can't tell the difference between having a lion attack us versus having that zombie coming and attack us. Even if we think, oh, it's not scary or it's not, it's not something that is bothersome to me, it is still bothersome to your nervous system. So we don't just need to be talking about those startling moments when we're watching a scary movie. It is also that adrenaline that kind of kicks in, right? Um, what's that movie with the airplane and Tom Cruise?
1: Airplane. I don't know. Oh, Top Gun? Yeah. Yeah. I'm
0: thinking about that movie because that's one of the recent movies that we watched where 1000% my Olympic system was kicking in because I'm like, I'm into it. And I, I love planes and I love that kind of action. And, you know, it might seem like it's exciting and it's thrilling in a positive way. But the truth is that my Olympic system didn't understand that I was just watching this dude flying a plane on my TV screen, right? It thought... My body is in danger. I need to do something to protect myself. And even though we think it's an enjoyable experience, the truth is that we're actually causing harm to ourselves and we're doing this on a regular basis, day in and day out. So it's no wonder why we have adrenal fatigue. It's no wonder why at the end of the day, you don't realize why you're so tired and yet so restless at the same time. You don't realize that these are the things that are impacting your performance and your sleep. And the way that you feel when you wake up in the morning every day. And our our Olympic system doesn't understand and doesn't know that that thing is over there and not really happening to us here. So now that we understand that, it's important for us to really gauge how we're feeling, first of all. Because I'm sure that as you listen to this, you may have never even noticed that your body was physiologically engaging in this way before. So understanding that and then understanding that if we're doing things like, Creating cortisol in our bodies as soon as we wake up in the morning, because the first thing that we decide to do is to open up that phone and to check the news or flip the phone on or flip the TV on and then watch the news that way or going on our social feed and seeing the next kind of bullshit that's building up over and over and over again. We are literally killing ourselves. And I had shared this information in the past about how people who consumed six or more hours of the Boston marathon bombing content experienced more symptoms of PTSD than people who were actually at the event. That is mind-blowing. And that just goes to show how much the content that we're consuming on a regular basis is truly detrimental to our health.
1: And it really, I think it desensitizes us to many things to where your limbic system is not, it's Without knowing it, it's recognizing these, these events come up, but at the same time, you're so desensitized, you're not recognizing it within yourself that this is happening, and that becomes, comes down to having an awareness of what's going on with your own body it's I think over the years and working with the department that I have is you start out you're just like your adrenaline spikes and dumps and and just everything that happens on a daily basis you're just like it's crazy the evolvement that you go through to where a few years later the stuff that you used to get like excited about or, or used to excite your olympic system with this stuff It's not happening the same way and it's not because it's not happening it's you're not recognizing it happening or your body's reacting in a different way to it and and it's really interesting to think about that is how even though you're not feeling that adrenaline high or or any that fight or flight response you're your body's still reacting to it. You're just not recognizing it.
0: And it's not as though anybody is trying to teach you this. I remember when we were younger, if there was something that we wanted to learn, we had to go sit in a library or we were thankful to have a newspaper that taught us information. And we relied on that information to be factual. We relied on the fact that if you read something in text, And especially if an author who devoted their entire lives was willing to write an entire book on it, that it was, in fact, truthful. And now, nowadays, if we want to consume information, we go online to do that, where a majority of the information that we're taking in, we're assuming if we Google something and then we read the first one or two articles that come up, that we take that at face value and we automatically presume that that information is correct where much at the time, it is not. We were never taught that it isn't. We just assume that because this is the way that the process has evolved, that this is the way that it should be, and it's not. And so by understanding that as well, I think it's important for us to realize that not, not everything that we're consuming is for the benefit of us. And when we understand these types of concepts, and I think it allows us to take a little bit more of stock and inventory on what it is that we're doing with our time and how that's impacting us on, on a physiological and medical level.
1: Yeah, it's it's crazy to think about how how much stuff has changed just over the years where, and as Ashley's talking about, the going to the library or seeing a newspaper and y- you cannot, you have to research your own shit anymore just to figure out what's true and what's not, or what's uh, personal opinion and what's actually fact. And everything out there nowadays is personal opinion. And, you know, that's one great thing about our country is the freedom of press and the freedom of speech and everything. But
0: I'm sorry, freedom of press just became instated when Musk bought Twitter, but continue.
1: (laughs) But it's, it's one of those things that We have gone so far sideways. If you don't, if you don't agree with the commonalities that you see online, then you're a, you're a racist. You're a bigot. You're whatever. Think of the negative names that are out there. And, and that's what you're defined as.
0: Yeah, so I hope you've gotten some value out of today's episode. Alberto Viardo, I'll go ahead and I'll link all of his inf- information down below. If you have gotten any value, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I am sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.